What's new at the zoo with Jim Bartu? I'm Devin O'Day. How are you, Jim? I'm doing all right. We are here at our lovely Avery inside the <laughs> NC New World. Um, little, little humid in here, but um, just a beautiful time to be in here during December. It really, really is. You'll hear the birds as we are here, and it gives yourself, you, you just come in and just have a good time. Just yeah, the stress just kind of just leaves your body when you sit in here. It's a nice, beautiful, beautiful area. I encourage everyone to come in and check it out. It's like a little vacation, a little summer room right in the middle of the cold exteriors. But speaking of the cold exteriors, it is a perfect time to have some cocoa and go around and see Zoo Illumination. That's right. And this uh, area will be closed during Zoo Illumination. So you have to see this during normal zoo hours. But Zoo Illumination is running every single day through January 7th and then Thursdays through Sundays through February 4th. So come on out and check it out. It is beautiful. It's different every time. I know if you've seen Zoolumination before and you're like, oh, I've seen that. No. These, all of these lanterns are all brand new lanterns that you can see. They are brand new and I will tell you firsthand that there's this beautiful exotic, you feel like you are going to China. You're going there. It's just, it's absolutely fantastic. But then you go to the, what is it, the Polar Express. You go to the area that is the... the North Pole Village. The North Pole Village. That's right. Yep. I got my picture taken with Santa. Uh, yeah, I know. He's up there till the 24th. Then he's got some business to do. He's got yeah. yeah, to head on out. But he'll be up there so kids can visit Santa Claus. Um, and these, these lanterns, they're, they're, it's art. It is beautiful sculptures Stunning. of art that glow at night. And it's not just little lanterns that are hanging on posts here and there. Some of these are 50 feet high, big as a house. This They're dragon, massive, this massive. dragon this year, it's like, and, and you watch kids to adults, and they all, ah, yeah. because it's so big. And, and you realize this is silk and watercolor. And well, just, and it, with the dragon, if you look close enough, all of his scales are repurposed CDs and DVDs. They're all just reflective on there. Check it out the next it's, time you're up there. It's really, really stunning. There are so many things that the zoo does. They, they work in con conservation and they work in the saving species all over the globe. But they also work here at home. There's something that you're doing called the Super Bowl Food Drive. Yes, we do this every year. Um, we, we try to work with a lot of different community organizations mm -hmm. to help when we can. So we do a food drive um, every Super Bowl Sunday around that time. This year it's going to be the Saturday and Sunday mm -hmm. Super Bowl weekend. Um, and we're collecting canned goods, um, non-perishable goods, that you can bring in for, uh, for food pantries around town. And the zoo always... Uh, ups that incentive by saying if you bring canned goods here we're going to give you tickets to the zoo so you can come back anytime you want through mm -hmm. like May 1st you know we've got to we've got to put a limit on it but you can come back when the weather's a little bit nicer because we know Super Bowl Sunday mm -hmm. can be either really nice or it can be kind of cold outside you yeah. don't have to visit the zoo that day mm -hmm. to do the canned goods come on out deliver some canned goods do some good feel good and get some tickets Absolutely. There are always things that you can do for the community. I love, because Nashville Zoo is not just our Nashville Zoo, but they are part of the community. Absolutely. And, and you guys are always involved with that. Tell me about the Puppy Bowl. Oh, brand new this year. We, 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 we are still forming it, so it's not, we, we don't have all the particulars yet, but we're planning on mm -hmm. Super Bowl Sunday, we are planning a Puppy Bowl. It's where people can come out 
and see uh, dogs that can be adopted and cats. It's not going to stop with just dogs. We are planning on having some kind of a puppy bowl event. I'm not really quite sure what that looks like, if we're going to train them to actually carry footballs and run moves and pass and tackle <laughs> and all that. It might just be kind of controlled chaos. We don't know yet. They will definitely tackle each other. You, if it's you'll puppies. have to stay tuned and, and check back in with us. But plan on it, February 11th, Puppy Bowl out at the zoo. If you're thinking about adopting a dog or a cat, this would be a great time to come on out and see uh, a wide variety of options for you. And is there one particular shelter that you're working with for this? We, like I say, we're still working it out. I think the, the plan is to try to get many shelters. Oh, I love with that. Us. So they're all kind of coming in at once and bringing everything that they got, presenting it in one spot so people can come out and kind of get uh, everything that's available out during that time. I love it. And when you adopt from a shelter and a shelter event, the cool thing is when you take that dog home, their shots are done, their worming's done, all the things that get them ready to go. You don't have to worry about that. That is all encased in that wonderful adoption package. I yep. just love that. Yep. And uh, are we going to learn uh, a little bit more about <clears throat> how it is to run through the zoo? The, <laughs> the yes. zoo run, 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 the right. zoo run, run. Most times when it's crowded out at the zoo, we don't encourage people to run because it's not safe. But this is one day that we are encouraging <laughs> people to run through the zoo. It's a, it's a 5K uh, Zoo Run Run. It's going to be taking place uh, February 17th, um, which is a Saturday. We'll close the zoo early at like 1 or 2 o'clock, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll set it up and let people run um, through the zoo. You'll sign up. It's a 3.1 mile. You'll go into areas that are back behind the scenes. So you'll get to see some areas back behind the zoo, but you'll also run through the zoo as well. In the past, we've started and ended in the parking lot. Um, but we've moved that. It's all inside the zoo now. So wow. you start and finish in the zoo. There's music. There's booths to set up. So it's kind of a little bit of a festival before and after that you can participate in. I, I think we usually have some bananas for people to eat. <laughs> for some reason, when you run, bananas are important. Yeah, so those, that, those leg cramps. Oh, i got a cramp. Get I, you a banana. I, I guess. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a complete avid runner. I do run in this. Well... Running is a running is a loose term. It's really more like a mosey. For me, it's like a 5K mosey. <laughs> That's yeah. me. I'm more the yeah. turtle speed. Right. I'm, 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 <laughs> I've right. always been yeah. the turtle speed. It's, it's a jog, but it's a sloth jog. Speaking of, it's up there sleeping. <laughs> yeah, the sloth right. yeah. is here. That's oh right. my gosh, we just is had a, no, no. It was okay. it was the, the just as we pointed up, it, this bird just swooped through. I love this place. <laughs> Well, if you want to get involved in the Zoo Run Run, what do they do to sign up? All of these events. Uh, Zoo Run Run, sign up is already up and running, so you can go ahead and sign up for that. Zoo Illumination, tickets are available on our website. Puppy Bowl, more information coming soon, so you'll have to stay tuned. All of this is at nationalzoo.org. Well, this is what's new at the zoo with Jim Bar 2. And we got, we're, we've got so much coming up. Stay tuned because we're going to meet the avian keeper. Yeah, you're going to love Sean. He's a great guy and takes care of this entire area and has so much to tell you. Don't go away. You girls having fun? Yeah, I'm going to 
Goodnight, Kiko. Goodnight. We're here whether you're ready or not. This Christmas, score big and give her what she truly wants. A diamond bracelet, earrings, or new diamond ring. And now, with Earthmind and lab-grown diamonds, we can match any budget. All offered with interest-free financing. Or trade in your old jewelry for a new sparkly look. Score big points with diamonds from Hancock Diamonds. Hancock Diamonds, Goodlettsville. Hey, what did I tell you about throwing football indoors? We're back and we're in the coolest room in the, we're coolest room in the zoo, aren't we? I know, I've, I've always said I wanted my office in here, but it's a little, it's a little moist. <laughs> it is, my, but it's good for your skin. Yeah. All my papers would curl <laughs> after a while in here. It's a little, little humid. Electronics don't love this room. No, they really don't, yeah. We have got our, and, and you're, Sean Ployd is with us, and you're the avian keeper? Yes. So I work in this, this area. Um, everything you see in here is kind of under my care, from the plants to the birds to the sloths to the turtles. Everything is in here. <laughs> All some of my favorite things. I don't even think about an aviary as being a place for anything other than birds, but yeah. you've got all sorts of things yeah. in here. Um, we have about um, 12 species of birds in here, but we have two species of, uh, of a turtle, and we have um, a couple of species of lizards, and we have a two-toed sloth. Uh, so there's plenty of things to see in our uh, uh, Unseen New World aviary. And the interesting thing about this aviary, it's not a cage. No, everybody's free flying. Um, everybody's in here um, doing their own thing. So it's, it's kind of like a discovery space. So the more you look, the more you'll see, and the more you'll want to look some more. Yeah, that's, that's a really good description. The longer you spend in here, the more you notice and the more you see. Kind of like a, like a Where's Waldo. Yeah. You, know, you, you notice new things every time you, you're in here and every, yeah. the longer you spend in here. You know, I kind of wonder what they're saying while they're watching us do this. Do they know they're on TV? <laughs> do you kind of get to know the animals in here? Do they have a personality where you can get to know them? They do. Um, it's probably hard for outside guests to kind of see those facial expressions that birds can make. Um, but for me, I can usually see uh, some facial expressions. Um, it's a lot of little details because we have birds that are only like 15 grams. So like the size of your, your palm, um, so really like tiny, a hummingbird size. Yeah, like a hummingbird size, and so like you're looking at like small details. Um, so if any um, anything, even on a good day, so if anything looks like they're in a breeding mode, um, we can like kind of take those behaviors, record them. Um, it's kind of taking those little, huh, that's interesting, uh, but that huh, interesting, three days later might be something important. What are some of the, the species that you have here in this aviary? So most of the birds in here are from Central and South America. Um, okay. the, the noisiest bird that you'll hear behind us um, are, <laughs> is actually, yeah, that is actually an Asken bird. Uh, but most of the birds in here are from Central and South America. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like to like summarize the this, the this space is like when our birds fly south for the wintertime, 
This is the habitat, and these are the birds that, the, that our birds and our backyard birds are hanging out with when we're celebrating Christmas. Interesting. Um, so, no kidding. And when people come in here, you have a you have a, a, a card that people can yeah, pick so up. Yeah, so we have Show a that. we have a discovery card or identification guide uh, that kind of lists all the birds that are in here, including the teetoad sloth. Um, and so not a bird, by the way. Yeah, not a bird, but like people want to know um, what he looks like and kind of uh, kind of. Um, uh, just like Jim mentioned earlier, like a, uh, a Where's Waldo of all the birds and, and the creatures that are in here. Uh, there's a QR code that kind of tells you a little bit more about each one, um, but you can kind of see that they are um, different shapes and sizes. Um, there are over 10,000 species of birds out in the wild, uh, twice as many bird species than there are mammal species, only about 5,000 species of mammals, uh, but they come in such an array of colors. Um, and sizes um, and just as diverse as the mammals. The colors are beautiful and since they come from other countries, how do you get them here? I know we were, we were talking about the rhinos, how we got them here. How do you get the birds here? So most of the birds in here come from other zoos. Um, we uh, participate in a, a species survival plan. So, it's like, uh, so, we, um, so when a bird hatches, um, usually we already have a plan of like where it's going to go from here or there. Um, but sometimes we do uh, still get uh, birds from the wild, um, but that just helps our genetic diversity here in captivity. Um, like our, our able to kind of see the lineage uh, in captive birds helps us genetically, uh, but having a founding species once in a while also benefits us as that. Any of the birds that we have in here um, endangered or threatened in the wild? Is anything kind of um, under that uh, ICUN list is threatened? No, um, and that's not necessarily um, a good thing or a bad thing. Um, having uh, endangered birds is really great so that people can kind of see that once in a lifetime. But a lot of the birds that are in here are ambassadors for those endangered birds that don't necessarily do well in captivity. Right. Uh, so all Do they know to that? It's yeah. like, they had their little Century 21 outfits on. Yeah, it's like, yeah. we're ambassadors. Yeah. <laughs> so, bad. so, so uh, some of these birds, um, like some of the tanager species, are actually like what we would call cafe birds. Yeah. Uh, so that you would, if you went down to Peru, uh, you would maybe see them at a cafe, like kind of eating crumbs off the ground. Um, so they're, they're, wow. they're uh, fairly co common, um, but they help um, get your interest. And hopefully you being interested in them makes mm -hmm. you want to preserve the, the habitat for the ones that are endangered. Earlier, Sean, you said you pay attention to see if they're in a breeding mood. Yeah. Okay, i got to ask, how do you know? I mean... You usually hear a little bit of Barry White music playing. <laughs> you know, tiny Oh, radios. baby, oh, baby. <laughs> no, I mean, what? So you'll see like a little bit of like courtship, um, a little bit of um, like offering, like what we call aloe feeding, um, when uh, a um, usually a male bird presents the female bird with like a worm or even like a leaf or, or something. Um, usually we'll see the tanagers carrying nesting materials, so we know that they are building things. Um, and just because they're carrying things doesn't mean that they're building a nest just yet. Sometimes they like to make little testers, um, and so they're just kind of like tying a bow, see if this branch is going to support them, um, or they'll like knock on the trees to see if this is a nice hollow spot. Um, or sometimes you'll just start seeing them be a little bit more um, recluse. So where a bird may be very active and like um, always being seen, 
starts being not being seen very often. Uh, so either that bird is not feeling really well, um, or they're busy doing courtship things or building <laughs> building nests. Well, there you um, go. So, uh, so it's like, all so it's just seeing it's just seeing those patterns and like the lack of those patterns. Because you see on Instagram, because I I love watching the the courtship of the courtship things he's talking about. Some of the birds actually dance. I mean, the male birds will dance around the female, and there'll be two male birds dancing. Do you have any dancing birds in this group? Um, the tanagers are like um, the word tanager means dancer. Um, oh, so, well, there you so go. They, they're uh, big at like uh, flitting um, all over the place. Um, the, um, our spangled Katinga, um, who doesn't have a, a mate in here right now, um, he actually doesn't make a vocal. He makes, um, the noise that he makes is the wind going through his feathers on his wings. Uh, so he'll make like little like loops around, kind of like kind of showing his um, ability to kind of fly around, but you'll hear that whistle. Um, and the only time that he eats bugs is during breeding season. And the one thing that he likes to treasure trove are red berries and so when we see that he's carrying red berries or offering red berries um so not not, not many too many so they dancers, have the, but the yeah. courtship like that they yeah. actually like hi honey instead of bringing flowers they bring red berries yeah oh i love that yeah okay we're in here they're not in a cage do you need to wear an umbrella hat at any time you know where i'm getting yeah. with that I mean, no people, not that uh even my, me i don't get pooped on too often um <laughs> I mean, it, it, you got to ask. I each, mean. each bird in here goes to the bathroom about every 15 minutes. Um, and so they are a fast metabolism, uh, so they do poop a lot. Uh, so that's why I have to clean in here every day. Um, but for the most part, the pathway doesn't, isn't really covered by trees. And so they're, they're um, going to the bathroom on the outside of, of the perimeter. Um, and so that's where most of that happens. Does it happen? Yes. But not as frequent as you would expect. That, that's the, the question. Everywhere I go, and Jim, you can back me up on this. You go to the, the zoo here, and I've been to a lot of zoos. I've never found a zoo this clean in my life. I, you guys spend a lot of time, and I don't know how you would clean this because just watering these plants would be a, a job. But yeah. you keep it clean. I mean, there's no smell. There's no none of that that you even have to even experience. How on earth do you clean this, and what do you clean it with? Um, just like soap and water. Uh, it takes me about, um, it, uh, ideally, it takes me about 90 minutes, but I don't usually have that much time. I usually, if I have 40 minutes, that's what I, I, I go by. Um, and it, it is everything from like watering the plants, cleaning the windowsills, uh, but making sure that not only are the wa plants watered, but the plants have water. Uh, so that the, 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 we have a lot of broad leaves in here. Um, so like the birds don't always come down to the ground to bathe or get water, mm -hmm. uh, but they rely on the leaves to have little puddles of water to either take baths or dr get their drinks yeah. of water. Um, so it's also important that that is available to them so that they can do their natural behavior of getting their water like they would out in the wild. Right. And I'm going to tell you, if you are an adult that has a stressful job, just coming, I'm going to tell you, just sitting in here, yeah. mm -hmm. your, your blood pressure gets down. You just, yep. just sitting in here is amazing. Yeah, if you could, if you could have this place to yourself and just meditate in here, I think yeah. it would really just lower stress all the time. Yeah. You seem like a pretty relaxed <laughs> person while you're here. It's probably because you spend a lot of time in here alone, cleaning and just yeah. kind of yeah. enjoying it. And it's fun. Um, like 
no matter what time of year, no matter if it's sunny or rainy, there is something for me to do in here. I, I have to trim the trees. Um, I have to clean the glass. Wow. And so like, there's not a time that I don't have a task that needs to be done. Uh, so there's always a pot that needs stirred in here. Um, so um, it's always, it's always like um, fulfilling that way. So I'm like, I'm not like, oh, what else do I need to do? I'm like, oh, I'll come in here. Um, it's always 70 and sunny in here. Um, so that kind of helps as well. Always 70 and sunny in the aviary. Sean Floyd, thank you for being with us. And if you're looking for the aviary, and you go into the unseen world. That's how you get into yep. the aviary if the you're unseen here. Unseen world. Yep. And if you're at Zoolumination, you can at night see the unseen world. The aviary is closed at that point. Yes, right? uh, it gets quite dark in here, and a lot of the birds they like to roost at night, and so mm -hmm. uh, we don't want anybody like um, disturbing any of the birds, um, kind of rocking the cradle where they're trying to sleep at night. Okay, my chickens like to go to bed. They go home to roost. They they go early now because it's winter time. Yep. So they like to at four o'clock. Yep. They're Sundown, like it's time time to uh, roost. It's a circadian rhythm. For yeah, them, it right? really they is. Yeah. They don't worry about the time. It's it's all about the sun. Yeah. Them. Isn't that something? And they can kind of feel about three thirty four o'clock in the morning. They start getting. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, I'll start. Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <After a while>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is true. Hey y'all, we're gonna go outside to see some birds coming up. And there are birds that you can see when you come to Zoo Illumination. The flamingos, Chilean flamingos. They are the most interesting birds you will ever, well, there are a lot of interesting birds in here. But they're pretty interesting, right? They're cool. They really are. So stick around. This Christmas, score big and give her what she truly wants. A diamond bracelet, earrings, or new diamond ring. And now, with Earthmind and lab-grown diamonds, we can match any budget. All offered with interest-free financing. Or trade in your old jewelry for a new sparkly look. Score big points with diamonds from Hancock Diamonds. Hancock Diamonds, Goodlettsville. Hey, what did I tell you about throwing football indoors? having fun? Yeah, I'm going to keep my own pretty soon. Me too. Good night, Kika. Good night. Murfreesboro, we're here whether you're ready or not. Alright, here's my favorite part of the show. Jim, Jessica Knox, our zookeeper. We are here with the Chilean flamingos and this is so amazing. These are ambassador animals, right? Yes. So these are not the flamingos that you see on exhibit. This is our Chilean flock that lives behind the scenes. 
but a really exciting thing they do for our guests every single day, weather dependent, um, is they come out and they walk through the park so guests can see them up close and personal, and then they hang out in front of our Screaming Given Pizza Kitchen between about 11.30 and noon daily, uh, so guests get to see them super up close, and they may even get to feed a flamingo with a cup full of krill. It's amazing how many of them are going over to the kids and they're having cups, so it's very safe. Yes. They're, they're yes. not dangerous animals. No. So they've been trained uh, to be up close in front of people since they hatched. Uh, we have trained them since they're about a week old to start following the keepers a couple of steps, and then each day we would gradually increase how far they walked until they were walking through the park. I remember somebody hearing an adult explaining to the child, they said, oh, poor, these must be rescues. They only have one leg. They didn't realize <laughs> they are, do they, they start, what is the, the significance of being able to stand on one leg for a flamingo? So uh, they are actually super well-balanced birds, so they are just as comfortable standing on one leg as we are on two. So their center of gravity is actually off-center, so where for people, we have to stand on two legs <laughs> to be balanced. They're perfectly balanced on one leg, and they they do that just to kind of rest their body weight. They'll shift back and forth between legs, and they can stand on one leg for about two hours, which yeah, is kind of like when amazing. you're standing. Now, sometimes when you're standing yeah. around, you tend to favor one leg and then shift to another leg. Right. Same kind of thing. Same yeah. philosophy. I love that. And what I noticed is that they all have names. They do. These all have names. They do. I, I heard paprika and. Yep. So they're all named after peppers and pepper-based spices. Since they're a Chilean flamingo, our yes. oldest uh, egg that hatched, uh, her name is Ahi, which is Spanish for chili pepper, and she started our pepper theme. So this morning we've got with us um, ghost, paprika, cayenne, jalapeno, habanero. Um, we've got paprika, chilaca, cayenne. They do know their names. They do recognize their names. Um, I noticed and that. A gathering, a gathering of flamingos is called a... Flamboyance. A flamboyance. A flamboyance. I love it. I love it. Can we move on to the tiger exhibit? There's something very special that's brand new that just came out, and that is the naming of the tiger. That's right. We had tiger cubs born back October 20th. They're being raised by their mom back behind the scenes right now. We'll hope to have them on exhibit when they get a little bit older and a little more sure-footed mm -hmm. to have them out on exhibit. But they're at that age now where we're ready to name them. And to do that, we've asked people to go to our website. You can find the link on our website where you can go and vote for them. When you vote, you vote with your financial contribution to conservation. And it's all spelled it. out on the voting site, but you, you can't just go there and vote and be done with it. You have to make a commitment to tiger conservation. The zoo is going to match your donation all the way up to 50000 So if you have 60000 we're only going to be able to match 50 of it. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but if you want to vote, you can vote as little as a dollar. You can vote as much as you want. You can vote as many times as you want. We have uh, three different male names and five different female names <laughs> for you to choose from. Uh, there are three tiger cubs, one male, two females, so the top male name and the two top female names that collect the most uh, votes will win. I love that, and all that goes to conservation. That's what's amazing, NashvilleZoo.org, to name the tiger cub. Now, we did have a question from a viewer, Sandy, who said, can we see the tiger cubs now? No, not uh, not in person, no. They're being raised by their mother back behind the scenes. Um, and like I say, hopefully by spring, we can try to get them out onto exhibit or at least into an area where you might be able to see them through uh, a, a two-way camera system. I love it. You know, back to the flamingos, I noticed they, they recognize you right off, Jessica. Yes. They yes. do, and they're going, 
uh, are they affectionate or are they, do they recognize you as food mama? Not necessarily. I have been one of the keepers that was lucky enough to help hand raise uh, about eight of our 12 Chilean flamingos. So mm -hmm. they do recognize their keepers and their trainers that they do work with mm -hmm. uh, daily. Uh, but also they are a social species. Uh, a flock of flamingos or a flamboyance of flamingos can have upwards to a thousand flamingos in the group in the wild. So they like large numbers and so they do see their keepers as part of their flock. And so just like how they would want to show affection with their flock mate, uh, they do sometimes come up and want some of that same attention from their keeper staff. Um, so one way that they show um, affection or spend time together within the flamboyance is they do a behavior called preening. So they'll self-groom each other's feathers. Um, now since we do Aww. not have feathers, they can't groom our feathers, but they do occasionally like to play with hair or they'll play with clothing. Um, they love different textures of fabric. And so with our uh, flamingo encounter experience, when the flamingos are eating out of the guest cups, they sometimes do like to interact with the people as well. But we do have a big um, rule with our flock of flamingos that if you come up and watch our flamingo encounter, we do ask that you do not touch the birds, but sometimes the birds do touch you. That's amazing. Thank you guys for joining us again. And I hope that you've learned something. I hope that you follow, subscribe, and share what's new at the zoo with Jim Bartu. We're on our Main Street Media network. We are also on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and more. So thank you for being part of what we do and supporting the Nashville Zoo. Don't forget, family memberships are an amazing thing for Christmas gifts. NashvilleZoo.org. See you next time, everybody. Bye.